This podcast is proud to be part of the TalkSport Fan Network. TalkSport. Powered by fans. Say hello to a new era of mental health care. Cerebral is here to help you achieve your mental wellness goals with professional therapy and medication management support. 100% online. You'll experience the all-new Cerebral way, an innovative approach to mental wellness designed around you. You'll get a personalized treatment plan from a therapist, prescriber, or both in a safe and judgment-free space. Your cerebral therapist or prescriber will outline a customized plan with clear milestones along the way, so you can get to feeling your best. With Cerebral, you're not alone in your mental health journey. We're here to empower you to live a fulfilling life. So take that first step towards a brighter future and sign up today at Cerebral.com slash podcast and use code ACAST to get 15% off your first month. Offer only valid on monthly plans. Other exclusions may apply. Offer ends July 31st, 2024. See site for details. The TalkSport Fan Network is proudly supported by McDelivery, bringing you the food you love. McDelivery brings a Premier League lineup of food right to your door. No matter the result you'll always be winning with McDelivery. So, the only thing left to say is, you in, you Reds? Order now on the McDonald's app, and you can also get rewards, points delivered too. So that ordering today means some tasty rewards for tomorrow. Only via app at participating restaurants. 18 plus, rewards registration required, points only on menu items, delivery fee and terms apply. See mcdonalds.com. The traditional medical system doesn't allow doctors the necessary time to spend with each patient. And that's not the way it should be. At PartnerMD, you'll have the one-on-one time you need with your doctor. PartnerMD provides individualized care, medically advanced testing, and 24-7 access to care at a cost that's lower than you might think. Maybe it's time for a new tradition. PartnerMD. It's better health care for an even better you. Visit PartnerMD.com. Thanks for listening to the Reds Report. This podcast is sponsored by Webmart. If you want to get more out of your marketing, drive out costs, and find out which channels are best for you and your company, then visit our website, webmartuk.com, or just search Webmart Barnsley. Innovate, create, communicate. This is for the fans. The vibe. We're in Barnsley. A bad performance led to a loss. Too many mistakes and the cherries were boss. Scrappy versus the chair boys. Three points was a decent fix. Next are those lads from that massive club in S6. But more important things to dig into now on which we have plenty to say. A special song for my best friend on this, his special day. Happy birthday, Stevie. This song, this is for you. Try to find the perfect song. Now that you're 62. Happy birthday <laughs> to, to you. Happy birthday to, to you. Happy birthday to you. Happy birthday to you. It is five o'clock. You're listening to the vibe. This is the Red Report with Steve and Carlo in the studio until six o'clock today. So, Steve, first of all, of course, I'm, well, I did message your last to say how old is he, and then I looked on your Facebook and I thought he's not 26. He's lying. So I thought, what can I do with a rhyme? And I thought 62 was easy to rhyme on, just for you, 62. So, happy birthday, mate. Thank you very much. (laughs) I've got to say that, yet again, you've touched me in more ways than one. (laughs) Um, Listen, plenty to talk about. We've had, uh, I suppose it's, can we say the good, the bad and the ugly. Um, Bournemouth, probably not as planned, uh, a a below-par performance. Yep. 
we'll talk about that. Um, made up for it in a way against a, a difficult opponent yesterday in Wickham. Yeah, a bit of a battle. A bit of a um, battle yeah, we're going to preview uh, the game against Preston, which is on Tuesday next week. Yeah. And we have to allow some time because obviously there's a massive game massive. against a massive, massive club in a massive stadium. Where's that? Uh, it's uh, Sheffield Wednesday, bottom of the table. Oh, yeah. So, yeah, so plenty to talk about today um, on the Reds report. Uh, might as well go straight into it, I suppose. We. We, we talked a lot about Bournemouth last week. We talked about their quality. We talked about, um, you know, they still have Premier League players within their within their ranks. Um, four nil, flattering scoreline for them or deserved? Um, mistakes were uh, you know were abundant. Unfortunately, uh, definitely showed how to finish uh, their strikers. Um, good side you can tell they're a premiership side they can tell you they've got some money we play some decent stuff at times um, you know I don't think we were as bad as some people thought we were uh, let's face it Bournemouth have only just come down like we say uh, premiership players so disappointed that it was four but you know they picked themselves up moved on so not 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 too bad yeah and um- Quite surprisingly, I suppose there was, there was a lot of negativity on, on social media after that result. We weren't outplayed. I mean, four nil at times can be, you know, you've been outplayed, you didn't create any chances. We made well at least three. So if if you look at the free kick, can't do anything about that, can you? Genius. Yeah, you can't fault that. No matter what anybody says, you could see looking at his face afterwards what he was doing. Uh, disguise everything on it beautiful strike nah, no you problem no the other three uh, one that sticks to mind is, is, is sort of Woodrow collecting the ball and to me and, and football is all about opinions from what I've seen is he probably had um, the best first touch on the f- f- in, in a red shirt um, some of the other players, I think, were quite clumsy, quite heavy. And I just thought, well, it looked like he just wanted to play it out to safety. Yeah, he, would, he, try, he was just trying to get away, weren't he? Yeah. Um, same old story, lost it. And then they went and scored. Uh, you know, it, it happens in loads of matches every, every week. Um, was he trying to do too much? Maybe he was. Yeah. Was he not? You know, did he have no confidence in the people around him that he, they were going to get ball away? Who knows? But it, you know, do you knock him for trying, or you know, do you say guy was just trying to get the ball away, or should he just put it in Rosehead? Yeah, and um, quite a few people, myself included, I thought we looked a little bit tired, less edgy. Um, I think we tried the intensity, but at times it, it, it led to us making mistakes. It was the third game in a week, yeah. and there's not many leagues in Europe, um, even the Premier League. Can you imagine Klopp? Saying he has three Premier League matches in a week because they've gone berserk, but it's all right, it's all right because this is just the Championship. You could tell though, couldn't you? Well, I, I could, it could. Yeah, I, th- I think you can, you can see certain players are, you know, they start off with intensity, um, and you know, at start of season, well, it started when Valerian came in, it, w- it was continuing all the way through the ninety minutes. Um, now, you understand why he's taking the likes of Moit off, etc. Because they must be getting tired by playing two, three games in a week. Um, you can't keep up that high intensity, and I think that's, you know, that's shown by Britain. Yeah. Brilliant player, fantastic. But last couple of games, you can see he's getting tired. But who do you replace him with? You know, it's, yeah. it's that conundrum, isn't it? Some players are in a way indispensable, but you don't want to burn him out. No, it's a, it's a problem. Um, it, I suppose it's it. it so in the manner in which we've lost was was very disappointing because it was very much our own doing. Yeah. Um, Bournemouth are a good team. Do you expect them to be there or thereabouts end of the season? Automatic playoffs, that sort of that sort of. Yeah, I, I think where they are now, top. I mean, the top, aren't they? Um, I think they'll probably stop there. Or I think they'll definitely get an automatic. Um, really good side. Um, probably best we've played mm. compared to Brentford. Slightly different style, but you know they've got the players to do it. Um, yeah, I think they're nailed on to go straight back up. To be honest, you just talked about uh, a lot of matches in a short period of time. 
for the first time, I think, uh, obviously Valerian Ismail, he's not afraid to make changes, but he made some different changes at the end of the Bournemouth match. We saw uh, Apo Halme actually making, and it wasn't long, uh, but coming home for Helic. Is because we, we've seen a lot of changes, especially in the midfield and up front. Is that, do you think, preparing for a very sort of hefty Christmas schedule? Because we've not seen much of Apo Halme. So was this just maybe for the um, for the manager to um, dip his toes in the water and, and, and see how Halme uh, does in a match like that? Yeah, definitely. I mean, he's played for his country a couple of times, yeah. and we've I think we've said on the show before Captain. why you know why is he not having a look in as such. Um, out of the three back three defenders, who would you drop to bring in bring him in? And I think Elliot was, for me, the the right choice. Not that I, I don't like Elliot, he's not no, a good no. player, but I do find Elliot um, does lack that bit of pace. Yeah. Uh, but yeah, Alma came on and had a, a decent a decent game uh, for the time that he played, and obviously that stood him in good stead for for Wednesday night against Wickham when he, he actually played full game yeah might as, well, might as well go straight on to that before we uh, before we go into the music so there's two reviews so yeah we um, uh, Friday night on Sky not not the result we wanted with the people watching um, but chance to make up for it in, in what would be a completely well it's obviously a different match but Wickham very much um, I think aiming to get points by not getting beat not necessarily winning but not getting beat because it was a, a very scrappy at times, uh, it, well, it, it felt like you no, know, like a hot potato almost, heading the ball out, heading it back. Um, but it's a good side that gets a result because last season that could have been a different story. I think us. we'd have probably lost that. I might have drawn it, but we'd have probably lost that game. Um, they were quite physical. We said it was going to be a battle, and it was. And in a way, Wickham's no fear because nobody nobody expects them to do anything. Small club as such, um, you know, no players that you can say are world beaters, although I've got to say that Akin Fenwar up front at 38-year-old and he played best part of 70, 80 minutes, yeah. all right, he were pee-wet through, he were blowing out in his backside, but he did what he did. He stood up front, he battered his defenders, so it was a good experience for them to play against somebody like that. And he nearly had a knock-on and assist for, for, one, for, a, for a goal, but the guy missed it. You know, you knew what you were going to get from Wickham, and... We did. We and, and we always we always do it. Barnsley's always done it. We sort of I don't want this to be derogatory, but we lowered ourselves in a certain in a way. Yeah, we matched their to style. Their style. Yeah, and we always do that. I mean, yeah. number of times I was screaming at Telly, you know, get it down, get it on floor. We can pass the ball, but I think that's been one of the it's, it, it's run through the last two or three games passing wise at times is really really poor I mean I actually wrote down 56% passing rate at, at Wickham <laughs> and at times like you say hot potato um, you know players are getting ball and are they panicking I don't know because all of a sudden then we're playing this long ball and it's up in air and then we lose lose possession and then yeah. they attack we get it back and then all of a sudden instead of playing it out which we were doing bump long ball again Oh, we're playing long ball too. Yeah, yeah, well. Um, we talked about Halme earlier on. Um, got a chance yesterday, started. Personal opinion, I thought, heading-wise, I think he got everything that came his way. I feel that when Halme's got the ball at his feet, that is, um, he chooses the better outlet than what Halleck does. I think Halleck is often, you know, rolls head or up front. I think Halme is a bit calmer, dare I say, and picks the better passes because I thought the link-up play between the defence and the midfield yesterday in very difficult circumstances were a lot better it, um, how, how did you, how did you rate him because it's the first time we've seen him for a I like, thought he had a steady game mm. I've got to be honest but then again I thought all back three apart from a couple of little ricks here and there mm. had a steady game um, Halmy is confident on the ball you can see that um, and he, were, he, were, he brought it out a few times and let's face it he was up against Akin Fenwa most of it showed good strength against him alright he lost out a couple of times but I, I mean, I've always liked Almy apart from that first game yeah, when he were a little bit not very good yeah. <laughs> <laughs> um, he made a change as well uh, 
Kane, who'd started the previous two matches, was sort of uh, back on the on the bench with uh, James starting again. Was that, do you think, to maybe counteract their, uh, you know, the style of play that, that Wickham came with a little bit more? Or don't you think Kane did anything in the last couple of matches to, to deserve keeping his, his starting? No, play? I don't think it was that. Um, he had a poor game against Bournemouth. Uh, no two ways about that. But I think Wickham was definitely more for Matty James with his experience, you know, that little bit of nous and, and such like, playing in that midfield, breaking play up and, and laying ball out. So, yeah, I think that were that was a sensible choice. I mean, Kane did obviously come on uh, and had a couple of decent touches. Obviously, weren't on very long, but uh, no, that, that made, it made sense. Yeah. Uh, I suppose the only thing I was slightly disappointed about were Thomas. Yeah. I just don't. I don't. The guy's got skills, and you don't see him, do you? you That's know, the problem. I, I just he's been given opportunity a couple of times to start, not to come off bench to start, and you just, in a way, it's a bit like Patrick Schmidt. Why hasn't he taken that chance? Because he did, let's be honest, apart from falling over in box, which was a penalty, fair yeah, enough. Yeah, 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 yeah. For me. He were, he were anonymous, never saw him. But then again, I can't say I really saw Chaplin either last night. No. Um, so, yeah, I fear for Thomas because I think if, if he doesn't start sort of showing what he can do, yeah. he might be one that's through the door in January. Um, let's talk through the goals then. Um, Callum Styles uh, opens the scoring. Buddy Baggio. Well, we have to refer to that. Every, everybody refers to him. Gotta uh, love it. Uh, refers to him now. I mean, he's got three and six, uh, which for a midfielder that's playing as a wing back almost, it's not bad going, is it? You can't fault that, can you? No. Um, he does make his mistakes. Uh, sometimes his touch is a bit poor. Sometimes he gets in poor positions when he's defending more than hotels. But yeah, young lad that's got bags and bags and bags of potential. And for anybody who can can score, like you said, three and six from, from a full-back position, yeah. um, oh, God, I dread it. I dread it. I'm dreading it. I don't, want to, I don't even want to talk about January. <laughs> Shocking. Well, obviously, because that... When somebody hits that sort of form and people start talking about him, that will then raise interest from will, you yeah. know from from other clubs. And um, so, I mean, fantastic, absolutely fantastic goal. Um, and then uh, the referee, who clearly needs uh, to maybe review it, but it's too late now. A foul well outside the box, and he awards a penalty to Wickham. I mean, that's that's rubbing salt and wounds, isn't it? Because it was nowhere near inside. It was. When you look back at it, you looked at replays, as Halmy came across, he was looking at the ball. He did then look down at the player, but then look back up again. And, yeah, do you say he dangled his foot up as ball dropped? Yeah, he did a bit. But it was outside box yeah. for a start, yeah. and the player went down then inside rolled, rolled the box. It, yeah. So if, if, it, if it's a foul, fair enough. A bit harsh, I would have thought, but mm -hmm. it's outside box. But because he fell in box, whether referee was unsighted from where he was stood, yeah. four yard away, uh, <laughs> whether there were a bit of mist on his glasses, or you know he got something in his eyes, Speckhamuck, because pitch looked shocking again. I've got to say, yeah, yeah, yeah. from from kick off, I thought pitch pitch looked poor. But that's another that's another story. Um, no, I just I didn't I didn't understand it. Should Barnsley have had a penalty before? Corley Woodrow crossing the ball and, and there's a there's a Wickham player on the floor and it, it clearly, clearly, and I get it, that might have been unsightly, but we had an opportunity before that, don't we, to go 2-0 up? I hate to say this, and you know what I'm going to say now, don't <laughs> Can you? you remember it? That was, I think, while I was still trying to get my uh, paid-for eye follow, <laughs> to work. Uh, other... Other football subscriptions are available uh, to work. Right, I okay. know some people said that it was fantastic last night. However, at first, however long, mine didn't seem to want to work. Yeah, so not, unfortunately, great, I shall not pass a comment okay. on that. So, uh, listen, they, they get a penalty, they score. And then it becomes interesting because you've got a team that is just making it really hard for us to play the game that we want. They drag us into a type of game that we're not very good at and don't really want to play, but we're forced to play it. And um, it's like you say, invisible for a large sort of periods within the match. Thomas comes up, what a run! And see that reminded me of what he can do. What he can That's do, the and, thing. And, like the Fulham. You know, the very first game season when we played Fulham at home, we won one 0 with that with that goal. Um, 
I mean, un, un, undeniably, that that's a Stonewall penalty. If, if, if yeah. The, yeah, 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 yeah. Um, playing the games as as they do, Wickham, the keeper got a yellow card because he's he's outside the area. Collywood draw as a penalty taker. I mean, the the, the mental strength that he's got because he seems to zone everything out. Yeah. He's got his routine, so he puts the ball. Well, he kisses the ball, puts the ball down, left sock, right sock. Touch the ball a little more, few steps you back. You need to get out more, you. <laughs> Whenever I can't go to walk well, I just keep replaying it. Um, but for in, in those circumstances, and you know, we saw before, was it against Bristol City or whatever it was? Um, when we have a penalty and Coley Woodrow steps up, I don't feel nervous. There's been times when you know you put your hands in front of your ass, but you yeah. little level, yeah. you leave a little gap to look through because it's not as scary. Yeah. Coley Woodrow's just high school, isn't he? He's full of confidence isn't he yeah. um, I know he's not scoring in free play as such as, as we'd like him to but when if, if, if and when we get a penalty I'm not saying I'd put mortgage on it but I might put garage on it um, <laughs> you know is your bike still in the garage I had to sell my bike oh, right. <laughs> let's not talk about that <laughs> never go back son never go back um, you know it, it, he's, he's just oozing confidence when he when he puts that ball on that spot, and no, I I have no doubt when he does that that ball's going to end up in back at net. And I and all penalties is taken up to now have been really clean strikes. I mean, last night keeper nearly got to it. Yeah, he got hand, yeah. You know, he got hand to it, but there were that much power and precision in it. He hadn't got a prayer. No, no, really, really good. So um, yeah, uh, very good performance yesterday um, against a difficult side and, and looking at some of their results you know they they had some decent results against the top clubs but uh, you know we we overcame it and um, it was hard it was a hard battle yeah and like you said previously we'd either drawn it or we might have even lost it but you know we battled on yeah 100% so um, that leaves us with uh, well we'll play some music and then we're going to preview a match that happens every year it always seems to be around this time two South Yorkshire teams one struggling at the bottom of the championship and one in reasonable form languishing somewhere between 16 and 12 um, slight difference this year the roles are reversed Sheffield Wednesday bottom of the league against a very informed Barnsley side the preview is next on the vibe it's 18 minutes past when you hear the air attack warning, you and your family must take cover.
This is for the fans. The Vibe. 21 minutes past five. You're listening to The Vibe. This is the Red Sport, Steve and Carlos. So, an absolutely massive, massive, massive game on Saturday for a massive club against Barnsley. Um, it's a bit strange for us, this, isn't it? Because normally we get to this sort of time in the year looking at the table the Christmas period ahead thinking we need to get a bottom of the table we need to get out of this because you know what they say if you're in the bottom three by Christmas it's yeah. the percentage um, despite a points deduction that was in half they're still having a shocking season aren't they? they're poor very very poor um, they brought another new manager in uh, Tony Pulis been around for donkeys um, good manager uh, he's always done semi-decent things with all teams he's had. Um, but yeah, is it six games now? We are we are a win for him, waiting for his first win. Um, <laughs> is it nailed on for Saturday that it'll be the well, first win? You know, loads of people are saying, but let's not tempt fate. Yeah, those on social media said early November the first time they'll win will be against us. But if if, if you look at that, so um, seventeen played, they've won three. Uh, sorry, seventeen played, won three, uh, won three. Drawn six, lost eight. Lost eight, yeah. Um, On nine points. The last three, they've um, they've drawn. Well, we've got... Sorry, the last three, they've lost. They drew three in a row, and then they lost two. The last last few games, um, well, starting from November, if you want, lost to Wickham, beat Bournemouth, funnily enough. Uh, Drew with Millwall, lost to Preston, drew with Swansea, drew with Stoke. True, we're ready, and then they lost to Norwich, and obviously lost Woodersfield uh, last time out. You know, is there a better time to be playing them? They're in disarray, really. Yeah. Pulis has not sort of got his his stamp on them as yet. Uh, they had a couple of injuries against Huddersfield, so I don't know whether them guys will be fit. One of them at centre half, who apparently has been playing quite quite well for him or steady for him, should I say? Uh, he got a facial injury, but. He might he might be fit for Saturday. You don't know. I think it's going to be a very similar game actually to 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 Wickham. I think it'll be a battle. Yeah. Um, more quality though. They'll, they'll have they'll obviously have more quality uh, because they're paying big wages out for for players like I mean Jordan Rhodes. Wherever he's been, he's scored goals, but for some reason at Wednesday he can't. No. Now whether that's he's not getting service or he's. You know, he's not got his magic boots anymore, I don't know. It's just, for me, an ideal time to be playing him. But it'll be full of niggly fouls, because it always is with Wednesday. They always try and bully, and apparently the referee, who's, who's refereeing, I, I saw somewhere on on, on internet today, uh, he's not given any red cards out yet this season. Well, Wednesday they'll be happy with that, because they've had five. The bottom of the fair play... Uh, table for yep. the championship five red cards I mean some of the Barnsley players are walking a thin line we've got some on four and some of five yeah uh, sorry some on four and some of three and the cutoff is 19 matches I believe so if if you accumulate four after 19 matches that gets scrapped so then you sort of start start again um but they seem to be um if, if <laughs> I, I mean I agree that they've got more quality than than what Wickham have got but they've also got that nasty streak, so it's important, isn't it? Especially for a young team not to rise to that and and to play our own game. Like you said, we didn't manage that against Wickham, but if, if we come and play the game as we know we can, they should come up short again. We need to improve as passing. Um, last few games, and I've mentioned it before, we seem to, whether it's a panic or we just think, you know, we can knock that 35, 40-yard ball in the air cross field and I know Anderson tries it now and again sometimes it comes off more often than not it doesn't um, we can play the ball on the floor we've got skillful players because they've proved they can do it it's the final ball it's that end product that we just seem to be missing out on and yet we don't want to drop down to Wednesday's level at all and I don't think we will because I don't think Val will let them No, I think they'll go out they know it's going to be a fight Worse than Wickham, definitely. Um, but we need to play our own game and not be rattled, not be... You know, we don't want to be second at ball. We don't want to be bullied off it. 
we want to be first, we want to be trying that high intensity for as much as we possibly can. It'll be interesting to see what team he puts out. Yeah. I would I don't even want to call what team he's gonna put out. He may change one or two players, he may again go with the same team. I don't know. I don't know. Um in that respect, the the Bournemouth match where um, and I know it's a completely different opponent, but actually being 4-0 down, we kept going, don't we? And that's something that that, that, that intensity we, we need to keep. I'm just looking at the the, the uh, top strikers, so the top scorers for Wednesday this season. Josh Windass is on three goals, one assist. Um, that's out of 16. Yeah. Uh, Barry Barron's played 18. Uh, two goals, one assist. Then you've got Callum Patterson with two goals, no assist. Adam Reach, one goal, three assists. And then Jordan Rhodes, one goal, no yeah. assists. And uh, Kagunga, one goal, no assist. The person on the highest shot, uh, sorry, shot accuracy are Callum Patterson and Jordan Rhodes. But goal conversion-wise, I mean, Adam Reach is on five percent. Yeah. Barry Bannon's on twenty percent. So they're, they're not creating. They're not creating much, as you can see. Um, they're certainly not finishing. I mean, Barry Bannon. I'm sure Barry Bannon's only about three foot two, isn't he? He's not very tall. Uh, that's if he's grown. Yeah, yeah. Must, must have. Yeah, he'll have his high heels on, won't he? <laughs> um, you know, they're not. Obviously, scoring a lot of goals, which, you know, it's good for us. But I can't see where they're going to trouble our defenders. With with what they've got, yeah, they've got good players on paper. But old adage, you don't play football on paper, you play it on grass. So, you know, it's going to be a very interesting game. Um, I'm sure out of all the games that Val's played up to now, this will be the one I'm sure he, he... he recognises the significance of it and what it means to to Barnsley supporters. So I think he will definitely instil this uh, into players because there were times against Wickham where you only had to look at his face. Yeah, I mean I was sat five mile away and I was uh, I was very upset. <laughs> uh, you know, yeah. he, he worried me at times. You, you, you can tell. Even if you're winning or playing half decent, he is forever shouting instructions, pointing, and he's got that stare, hasn't he? He's oh got that God. look, and that's that look. I've had, it's that, like, I've you had know, when, that stare before from yeah, my mother. Well, I get it from our last. Well, you know, if they go out on a Saturday or whatever, do some shops, say, oh, while I'm gone, can you just do this or this? And then they go out, and obviously you put your feet up, Xbox on, and then you, they come back and says, I asked you to. And they, it's that oh. look, isn't it? That look. Um, thing as well for Wednesday, he, even if they were to win, um, they wouldn't get out of the bottom three. No. Nope. And for Barnsley, actually, um, in, in 16th or 22, should we win and get three points, it takes you to 25. Um, that could potentially, depending on all the results, that could you take as high as 11th, which... Wow, maybe, that's heady heights then for us at Minute, aren't they? That's nosebleed territory, isn't it? That's... It's, but it shows how well we are actually doing at this... Let's face it, last few seasons, this time of year, we've been, like you say... Bottom end, looking up at teams like Wednesday. Um, But no, not this year. Not this year. It's normally when we go to Wednesday saying, well, you know, it's the atmosphere and, you know, sold out to Barnsley fans. You know, this is when fans can go back to matches and, you know, it's it's about pride and it's about this. We don't even have to worry about that now, do we? I think it's actually good we're playing them away because hopefully by the time the the return fixture come around, if we're in tier two, I know 2,000 fans is not a lot, but I'd rather have 2,000 Barnsley fans in the stadium yeah. than, than no, no fans at all. So, um, it, it, listen, it's all set for what looks like to be the perfect opportunity to, to you know, we are the top, besides obviously Sheffield United in the Prem, who are not doing that great. Hmm. Um, Barnsley, by far, outperforming all the other championship teams from South Yorkshire and obviously the leagues below. Um, the first derby of this season, I mean... Three points? Yes. No doubt. I love it. I love it. That's why I keep asking you about <laughs> It's that positivity. Oh, if it? only if it were true. <laughs> um, so, um, Steve says definitely three points as the two teams meet. Three o'clock on Saturday at Hillsborough. And other people, a bit like the Instar Spiral Carpet, who were playing? That's just Wednesday.
fans the five at wendy's new french toast sticks are so delicious some are saying that they're better than their mom's breakfast excuse me did you just say wendy's new french toast sticks are better than my breakfast mom is that you answer the question i said some people are saying that because they're so crispy on the outside and fluffy on the inside and perfect in every way uh-huh And what do you think? I think it's time to tell people to choose wisely. Choose Wendy's new sweet and crispy homestyle French toast sticks. That's still not an answer. At participating U.S. Wendy's during breakfast hours. Nick Jeffrey was one of those that sent me absolutely loads of song titles, but he um, very cleverly um, changed some of the words. So they went to like picky or whatever. So I couldn't find it. So, but Nick Jeffrey, thank you very much for getting in contact, first of all. Um, yeah, this was in Spiral Carpet just Wednesday. I don't like the song. No. Don't look at me like that. No, but I just like the title because no, it's a bit like that club. It's just Wednesday, isn't it? It's Wednesday. Um, just in case you're sat at home listening to the podcast, I think that kind of don't know what he's about because, you know, Huddersfield are above us. It's West Yorkshire. Don't count. You need visas, vaccinations also. I don't even count. I don't even like it in West Yorkshire. <laughs> so, South Yorkshire-wise, uh, we're doing pretty well. Um, so, the South Yorkshire Derby, Saturday. Followed up on Tuesday because the thing, the, the thing, the games are coming thick and fast uh, against Preston. Yep. Now Preston, a bit like us, really. A bit they they win a couple, they lose, they draw. I don't know. They've, but I thought Preston would be up there. I mean, I've uh, Alex Neil. I've rated as a manager. I think what he's done at Preston is just, yeah, it just works. They always seem to get players in. Um, 
Obviously, they've got uh, Brad Potts, who I still, I said, well, I know we've got some loads of midfielders, but I thought when we let him go, I thought that was one of the biggest mistakes because he was just an athlete. Oh, and it's funny, actually, because I've got a quote for you oh. from, for Brad Potts. Go on. From uh, the Lancashire Pig Breeders and Clogmakers Gazette. <laughs> or, for, actually, it's actually Lancashire Post, but there you go. Um, he's playing number 10 role at the minute. And oh. the quote from their last game, which they won, was uh, Brad Potts back to his best after a few trying weeks, always creating from that number 10 role and pushing the game forward. Uh, runs in behind and got a goal for being in the right place. So apparently he's actually playing really well at the minute, um, along with, which I, I'll be honest, I didn't know he was at Preston, Scott, Sin Scott Sinclair. Was it Celtic? Yeah. Uh, he's there. Ben Pearson, obviously, we know. I think I need to check. But I think Ben Pearson is out injured. Yeah, he didn't play he Didn't play it last game. Yeah, I uh, think he's injured for a couple of weeks, they said. So that could be good because last time we've played Preston, he's been a thorn he's in always the been, yeah. He's one of those that when he played... I remember when he played for us, but he's one of those whenever we played against him, you ate, but secretly you, you still, wished he you had wished your shirt. Stayed. Yeah, yeah. 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 Uh, same way... David Nugent's at Preston, although he's not he's not a regular, but... Does he still play? Well, I don't know. He's still there, according to that there, Wikipedia. Jeez. Other internet he sites are available, obviously. He must be John Parkin's age now. <laughs> ooh, that's... Ooh, what? 23? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> uh, and apparently, guy who I've never heard of, um, Emil Rice, or Riss, a um, bit of an impact player off the bench and got a goal created by himself, made by himself, finished by himself. So obviously there's a lot of playing by himself. Yeah, that's not bad. Um, looking at the table, Barnsley are in 16th, uh, Preston 13th. Uh, only point between us though, uh, the last five. So uh, lost 2, won 2 and drew 1. Um, it, it is sort of like one game then before we go into the, the Christmas period yep. and everything else Wednesday you said three points what about what about Preston Preston's a you, you have to be to me you get three points at Hillsborough ideally you want three points of course you want three points but actually going away with a point there's nothing bad about that is there no not at all uh, Preston again is going to be a completely different kettle of fish um, they do play decent football like you say Alex Neal uh, I mean, he got Norwich up into Premier League in yeah. 2015. He's been there three and a half years now. Um, obviously, a player for ourselves. Uh, he had uh, four years with us, 121 appearances. Um, so, he, you know, he's got his. He's put his stamp on Preston. Uh, yeah. You know, they can play some decent football. Be an interesting, be an interesting, t a completely different test to Saturday. Yeah, um, I think there'll be more football played than 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 battling as such. Um, yeah, happy we. I think I've got to say, happy we appoint with a Preston game. Yeah, because if you look back on history, uh, if I'm rightly thinking, so the last time we played Preston at uh, Preston. Oh no, because we had the last season. Um, that was obviously the last game for Stendhal, wasn't it? Yes. When we when we lost so heavily, and then he uh, he left to talk to other clubs, which he shouldn't have done, but which he did. There was a garden leave. Um, different team now, though, isn't it? Because I I almost feel how how, how Ismail's got him playing a little bit fearless, as in. It's I've seen so many match reports from the. Uh, what I always do after the match is I go on Twitter and I read the reports from the opposing team. And so many teams have said that Barnsley are probably the best team they played against up to that point. And I just think it, we're a very difficult proposition to play against. So nothing to fear. The mid table, like us, there's a point in it. A point. If if you come off the back of you know if if, if you win at Hillsborough that's two in a row you've won you want to go for that third one because you want to go in a Christmas period with you know what I like to see on social media after we've won no no you can't say other that, than that oh, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> although it is a good site and other sites are available um, I like to see that teams like Barnsley I really yeah. love to see that why are we why, why are we losing why are we losing to teams like Barnsley what this that other uh, yeah and this is. This is how it's, it seems to be becoming now. Um, teams don't look at us as little Barnsley from South Yorkshire. There are three points there, nice and easy. We'll talk about next game. It's it, it's changing. I think mentality is changing because we are showing now that you know we've, we've still got a long way to go. Don't get me wrong. We still need three or four players in January transfer window. We still need to get rid of two or three. 
things do need to change and hopefully they'll let him do that um but but attitudes towards us now i think are changing and you can see that on media as in your tv your sky and what have you normally it was just a, a throwaway comment barnsley to, to you know when they spoke about us but now to some respects is a shame that such as your styles and what have you are getting noticed yeah. and it's putting us back onto the map in more good ways than others obviously yeah you said earlier obviously two or three players are needed um in fact, let's let's leave that. Let's let's play some music because I don't want to talk to you about. You're going to um, ask me something really, really intellectual, aren't you? Yeah, but it don't sound like me, so I'm <laughs> going to find different words to, to ask you. Uh, and I'll tell you what, we'll we'll play some music, and then uh, I want to talk about the Christmas period because obviously next week is the last week in the studio. Yeah. Uh, we're well, we say we're off for two week. Um, the college building is closed. Deep clean. Blah blah blah. Uh, hugely grateful that we're able to do this and oh, yeah. social distancing and everything else. So. I just think we take a bit of a break over the, you know, let people enjoy Christmas. I mean, on a, you know, on a Thursday, uh, we speak to each other anyway. So we'll have a, literally, we'll have a two-week break and we'll come back afterwards and we've got loads to review then anyway. Um, so we'll play some music. Let's have a look forward then at the Christmas period, those matches, and where you think not only will we be in the table after those matches, but also maybe a, a little bit of a shopping list of what we should be looking at. So now I need to ask you this. Am I allowed to play a Christmas song yet? Yes or no? What date is it? Um, today's the 10th, it's your birthday. Go on then. Are you sure? Yeah. Thanks. We're not the BBC. Oh, I don't. I thought it wasn't playing then. <laughs> <laughs> Technical difficulties. It was Christmas Eve, babe In the drunk tank An old man said to me won't see another one And then only sang a song The rare old mountain dew I turned my face away And dreamed about you
to get it out. There's people at home now. Mike's at home. People at home now thinking, just shut it off, Carlo. <laughs> I can't help. It's for the fans. I know, it's for the fans, this. The vibe. It's the vibe. It is 17.46. Uh, 40 minutes to go. You're listening to The Vibe. This is the Red Sport, Stephen Carlo. Everything Barnsley left seen the next 14 minutes. And if you think that's not a long time, it's because you missed the first 46. Um, Steve. Yes. We've previewed Preston and Wednesday. Yep. Last show of this calendar year is, is next week. So next week we can uh, preview uh, the Swansea game, yep. which is on, on December the 19th. And then the Reds have to wait a week. The week after they go to Huddersfield. And the Tuesday after they're at uh, uh, Rotherham. Yep. And uh, the 2nd of January in Norwich. So this looks like three matches there that we'll, well, we won't cover because we're, we're taking a two-week two break. Um. Quite good, actually. They're over this festive time. I mean, Huddersfield at home, but, you know, Rotherham away. I'm not being funny. It's like a home match, isn't it? Because yeah. it's, it's not that far. To be honest, it's disappointing, isn't it? Well, that's because the matches you it, would have wanted to go When through. was the last time over the Christmas period you could say, we got somebody like Huddersfield at home and Rotherham away? Yeah. It's, 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 it's a bit... It, it is really disappointing for all fans uh, from, you know, all three clubs, really. Um, the Huddersfield game, especially on Boxing Day, would have been a would have been a cracking affair. Yeah, don't you think? Is that it? <laughs> <laughs> oh dear! I, I think um, we, we looked at the table earlier, didn't we? Uh, Huddersfield, you know, a couple of seasons uh, ago came down, and you look at where they. I mean, they're in twelfth. That's you know, at the last uh, five, they've won three, lost one, drew one, done twenty four points. We're only we're only two behind. Yeah. So that's on Boxing Day, because Boxing Day for me was always well, especially if you were you know if, if you've played at home, oh well, no, no, fan it. zone, you know, go and watch it to Yorkshire Derby. Um, you dress up warm, four layers because you know it's and and you know you miss it, and it's, and I think it's not the same. Even when you watch it on I follow and it's working, it's just not the same because. What makes a derby is that intense atmosphere, that atmosphere. of the fans of and, and, and chanting. Um, but when you look at those three three uh, fixtures, so Huddersfield, Rotherham, and Norwich, because next week we'll talk more about sort of you know the naughty night list and a nice list and, and what we need player wise. How many points do you think realistically we, we we can expect after those three matches? After the, after those three, um, Huddersfield. The way they are playing, that you know, they're sort of in a similar vein of form to ourselves. I suppose it depends what happens over the next couple of games, but I'd like to think we can we can at least get a point from Huddersfield. Yeah, uh, Rotherham again, you know, struggling a little bit down at bottom. I think we should really be looking at three points from Rotherham, so that takes us to four. Yeah. Norwich away, dear me, that's a completely different uh, different story. They're up at top at league. Um, they're not unbeatable because uh, they have lost uh, lost a couple of games, run a couple of games. Um, but again, I've got to be honest with Norwich game. You've got to say a point would be a really, really good result from yeah. Norwich. So five points out of three games. I don't think that's that's yeah. unfair to ask for. No, I, I actually thought if we get four. I, I just keep thinking if, if you can get some points against the team around us, yeah. you just cement your position, don't you? Um, and then when we come back with uh, with the show, so we are back in the studio on the 7th of uh, January. Yeah. Uh, we will then look forward because it's uh, FA Cup, FA Cup, Cup against hey. uh, Keith Hill is back in town. Um, over the Christmas period, we know um, obviously lots of matches. Who do you see? Uh, we've had some cameo appearances, so we've had Halma come in for a little bit and then start his position. Do you think the players we've seen most of now, for instance, are Schmidt, which we, well, we see him because we see him warm up, but that's all we see. Do you think it's it's bye-bye for him? Because we're, we're not really. I mean, he, he's played Miller before he's played Schmidt, so... I think there's a few players that will probably be looking at the exit door for January. Right. Um, you know, he's on bench, fair enough. But he's not getting on field. Like you say, he's bringing other players on before him. Um, I've no doubt that Valerian's got his his first team, first eleven plus five or six other players that he knows can do do a job. After that, 
anybody who's outside of that sort of squad yeah. um, has got to be looking at either out on loan or just generally, you know, thanks very much, but you're just not cutting cutting it. No. Um, an interesting time ahead because lots of fans when the uh, the transfer period uh, doors closed were saying shocking you know we need a target man we didn't get the target man it was a bit not disguised but there was a lot of euphoria because Matty James were coming back but we forgot we needed some help for Woodrow up front we've done all right haven't we like I, I think if you would have said to somebody would you take 22nd uh, you know would you take uh, 16th position 22 points from 17 matches I think a lot of people would have snatched your hands off. Yeah, definitely. So um, the target man issue will always be there. Is it a target man we need, though? Is it? <sighs> do we need a Kiefer Moore type player? Do you know what? I look at what we've done in these first first half of season. Um, you look at what Woodrow does outside and around the box, which is where his strengths lie. Yeah. He's not a he's not a box striker as such. Not for me anyway. Well you saw that because when Chaplin was it against um I don't know if it was Bournemouth or was it against Wigan? No, it was Bournemouth I think. When he, he he went down the wing, played the ball in in front of goal. He played a and, couple of balls like that and, and Woodrow was just inside yeah. just outside the area because yeah. he he's waiting for a pullback to, to sort of let go, yeah. isn't he? I think I'm quite impressed with, with Big Vic at the minute. Um, <laughs> if you yeah, keep calling him Big Vic, I like Big Vic. Age, oh, yeah. I like Big Vic. Um, Shot up skill yesterday. It, it it does, and then you know, in, in, in next breath he'll he'll have a touch that, like I said last time, it goes further than we go on his holidays. <laughs> uh, but he's he's definitely improved. Mm. He really has, and I think he's one to stick with yeah. because he brings more to team for me than your Thomas, than your Chaplin. Um, I think I'm going to have to. I'm going to have to change my mind about a, a target man as such. I'm not saying I'd, I'd turn one down if one turned up on doorstep, no. but I just think at minute we could do with somebody because we're creating the chances in the box. Yeah. We need somebody, which is what Schmitz was, was supposed to be, the striker that that's got the quick turn, that's yeah. got the lucky touch, that can get them scruffy goals that are in the six-yard box, and that, at the minute, seems to be what we're lacking. It, it reminds me, and I know this is some time ago, but if you think about the, the season that we went up to the Premier League when you had Wilkinson and Hendry, two strikers, completely different. John Hendry was very much the tall one out there. Hendry, he, he, he poached you the goals, didn't he? Yeah. He took it off somebody. And I think we, we've got Woodrow, which I think is still technically the, the most gifted player that, that we've got. Yeah. Best signing of this season. Forget about you, Matty James. For me, the best signing of the season is Woodrow signing an extension to his contract. Yeah. Because imagine if if he was to go. Um, and I know I, I agree. If you look at what um, their striker did yesterday to our defence, um, I forgot his name. Akin Fenway. Akin Fenway. Yeah. Um, not saying we need somebody at thirty-eight. Of course we don't. But if but we can be somebody who can read how we play and be in the box to stick that leg in to put that. That yeah, that, that that is what we're missing. It's intelligence. Yeah, yeah. Say what you want about Akin Fenwa. He's a he's massive. What a what a unit he is. But skinny legs, little legs. Anyway, that's another story. <laughs> uh, Have you been touching the pictures again? <laughs> leave it, leave it. Um, but yeah, it, it's the intelligence um, that player like that. Obviously, the experience is there at thirty eight year old. Yeah. Um, and the strikers we've got, I just don't think that can you know. I don't want to be derogatory about Chaplin, Thomas, Freezer, George Miller, that we've not seen a great deal about. But there's not one of them that's shown the sort of instincts. They can all run about, age 18, yeah. Woodrow's there for that. How many times have we said, why is Woodrow not in box? Yeah. He's crossing ball from left, he's crossing ball from right. We need somebody in that box. If Schmidt could show that... You've got it. You know, it's box. there. It's, it's there. Is you know, put him on the field. But obviously, in training, he cannot be showing Val what he can do. No. There's no confidence there in him. Else, he'd be on. He'd be coming on the field. Yeah, and 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 in that respect, well, I I fully trust Val. Fully trust him on his judgment, and I think um, I'm not going to argue with him. Put it that way. Well, yeah, I think every every player in the squad. Um, I don't think anybody can really bemoan any lack of chances that they've had. 
Um, he, you know, Hal may has come in for a cameo appearance and then got a start. Uh, Thomas has been in and out. Freezer has been in and out. It's it's it, it it's been plastered over, hasn't it? The problem has existed for some time. I think because we've scored goals and we've done reasonably well, we sort of no, well, not forgot about it. But in my back of my head is. Imagine if we get somebody like that. Never mind being pleased with 16th. We should be looking to go 12th, 10th. You know, I imagine think, finishing in the top 10. And that's what we're missing, isn't it? I think the difference... One piece of the puzzle. This this conversation we're having now, if we'd have had this at the start of the season, we were talking about we need Kiefer Moore up front to hold ball up while players get forward. But it turns out that we can actually create chances. Mm. And we we can put ball in box. What we're actually missing out on is that intelligent striker as such that, yeah, can stand on penalty spot for 89 minutes, but then balls it back at net. Yeah, that's all we want, isn't it? Um, listen, it's uh, two and a half minutes to go till the end of the show and we still need to play uh, uh, a piece of music. Um, thank you very much, to, you know, you know you, you being here on your birthday. It's my birthday and... Tonight, and you're not 62. Can not I just 62, no. 61. Birthday yeah. sex tonight, <laughs> but don't tell Alas. <laughs> um, are you doing anything <laughs> well, other than that? <laughs> anything special? Fish and chips, that'll do. Oh, you I think I'm going to have a change and I'm going to stop in tonight. <laughs> And you've been listening to The Vibe. Two minutes to six. Carlo and Steve on the Barnsley FC Red Report. We'll be back next week. And as the cure say, let's not read too much into it. It's grey on Tuesday and Wednesdays too. French toast sticks are so delicious, some are saying that they're better than their mom's breakfast. Excuse me, did you just say Wendy's new French toast sticks are better than my breakfast? Mom, is that you? Answer the question. I said some people are saying that because they're so crispy on the outside and fluffy on the inside and perfect in every way. Uh-huh. 
And what do you think? I think it's time to tell people to choose wisely. Choose Wendy's new sweet and crispy homestyle French toast sticks. That's still not an answer. At participating U.S. Wendy's during breakfast hours. It's the 90th minute. All your mates around. You've got your McDonald's share boxes ready to go. Ian's already got booked for double dipping. And Steve has stolen the last nugget. You're snatching all three points. Perfect. Order McDelivery now on the McDonald's app. UN, UREDS, at participating restaurants, 18 plus. Serving times, delivery fee and terms apply. See mcdonalds.com. The TalkSport Fan Network. The ultimate on-demand destination for the UK's best fan-led football podcasts. Want barnstorming Barnsley insight analysis and opinion? Follow the Reds Report podcast on the TalkSport Fan Network. Unbeatable club-dedicated content created by the fans for the fans. Search TalkSport Fan Network.